0: Welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast on this Wednesday, May the 11th. And wherever you are, whenever you are listening to this, I wish you God's life. I wish you God's every joy. I wish you God's beauty today, my friends. Thank you for being present with me. For those who are just picking this podcast up for the first time and wonder who on earth is this character, welcome. My name is Joe Zink. I have Uh, I am and have been a lay Catholic minister for all my life, but uh, professionally for the last 30 years in um, basically in three different ways, as a campus minister out in Wyoming and then in uh, Sheboygan, Wisconsin, as a pastoral associate in the last 14 years, as a pastoral leader of three Catholic parishes uh, in the Diocese of Green Bay. Only recently, about six months ago, stepped away from that role, and now I am a spiritual care chaplain uh, doing hospice work. So every day I do, every day Monday to Friday, I read the gospel of the day and uh, make a few comments on it. Started this during the uh, pandemic, at the beginning of the pandemic, as a way to reach out to those parishioners who were uh, homebound, which most of us were at that time, and uh, just kept going on. And so... Here it is, 550 episodes later. So today, my friends, we are going to read out of John's gospel once again, but we're moving on. Remember, all last week we read out of John chapter 6, the great Eucharistic theology of Jesus. Uh, This week we skipped after Good Shepherd Sunday, and so we, we skipped to John chapter 10 to focus upon that. Today, we're going to focus on John chapter 12. So we're going to finish up John 12 with verses 44 to 50. I'm going to read out of the message, Eugene Peterson's translation. I like how he puts it here. So not very different than the New American, but I like some of his word choices. So let's break open God's word today. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus summed it all up when he cried out, Whoever believes in me believes not just in me, but in the one who sent me. Whoever looks at me is looking, in fact, at the one who sent me. I am light that has come into the world so that all who believe in me won't have to stay any longer in the dark. If anyone hears what I am saying and doesn't take it seriously, I don't reject them. I didn't come to reject the world. I came to save the world. But you need to know that whoever puts me off, refusing to take in what I'm saying, is willfully choosing rejection. The Word, the Word made flesh that I have spoken, and that I am, that word, and no other is the last word. I'm not making any of this up on my own. The Father who sent me gave me orders, told me what to say and how to say it, and I know exactly what his command produces. Real and eternal life. That's all I have to say. What the Father told me, I tell you. My friends, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. You know, I think I was, uh, you know, the old Tom Cruise line from Jerry Maguire, you had me at hello. (laughs) This gospel reading today when I, because I always compare the the, uh, Eugene Peterson translation to the New American to see which one I want to use. It had me at Jesus summed it all up. Why on earth would that, because I'm a nerd, that's why. And here's what we need to remember. You who have been longtime listeners, you know this, and you're going to be like, there goes Zenk again. John's gospel is separated into two parts, right? Do you remember, right? Those of you who are like, oh, he's going down that road again. John chapters 1 through 12 is the book of Signs. And John chapter 13 through the end, so 21, is the book of glory. Glory, for John, is Jesus' showing what love looks like on the cross. That is glory. It's not just resurrection, although it is that too. But it is encompassed and encapsulated in the cross. But the book of signs, brothers and sisters, are, are... Again, signs are not the, the end. Signs point to something beyond them, to a reality. When we see deer crossing, we don't just, you know, stop right there. It means, okay, I need to look about for any deer that may be crossing or falling rocks. I need to keep my eye out for that or stop ahead. It doesn't mean stop there. It means the reality is it's pointing at. There's something coming up that you need to stop at, at a crossroads, or at a T, or whatever that is. Signs point to a reality beyond them. And that's what John's gospel, what Jesus does, chapters 1 through 12. Right? So what is that reality? You know, when Jesus says, hey man, if you're looking at me... You're looking not just at me, but the one who sent me. I love that line. Whoever looks at me is looking, in fact, at the one who sent me. So what are we looking at in John's book of signs? Well, it starts, right, with the wedding feast of Cana. They have no wine. Woman, what is that my concern? My hour is not yet come. Do whatever he tells you. Wine in abundance. They've run out of joy. They've run out of of verve. They've run out of hope. I've got it. I've got it in abundance. 150 gallons worth. And I'm going to give it and I'm going to bring it. And it looks like the woman at the well who's abandoned and uh, an outcast in her society and an enemy somebody who Jesus wouldn't talk to at all and they wouldn't talk to Jesus. And yet he stays with her through the various stages of her disbelief into her, you know, beginnings of belief into full belief where she runs off and tells others. And Jesus stayed with her through it all in that metamorphosis. And it looks like feeding 5,000, right? With... Just the seed of of hope. From Andrew, through the boy, or the, the boy through Andrew. It looks like the woman caught in adultery, who's brought there and and put in shame in front of the crowd. And uh, and Jesus, writing in the dirt. You know, looking down, not at the woman. Not, not castigating her or casting shame upon her with his gaze, but instead looking at the ground, challenges the people, and they go away, and he says, Where are your accusers? They've gone, sir. Neither do I accuse you. And it goes from there into uh, the, the healing of the blind man. Right? Right? blind from birth who's who you know who who caused this nobody it's so god's glory may be revealed and uh, and it goes from there to the raising of lazarus who is god brothers and sisters he's the one who gives real and eternal life they had no hope they had no wine she was an outcast she was by the law to be stoned to death they were hungry He was dead he was blind and all of a sudden they have new life within him when you are looking at me you are looking at god i did not come i came he said as light as light i am light i love that he's not just saying i you know i was trying to give light i am light that is coming to the world, so that all who believe in me won't have to stay in dark any longer. But here's the deal, brothers and sisters. If anyone hears what I'm saying, if anyone encounters this light and doesn't take it seriously, I don't reject you. I don't reject you. I didn't come to reject the world. I came to save the world. Hear that again. If we encounter this light and we do not turn toward it, we and we do not embrace it he says i do not reject you because i did not come to reject the world i came to save the world however and you knew there'd be a however because there needs to be a however and i like how peterson says this jesus through peterson but you need to know that whoever puts me off, whoever sees this light and willfully turns away, because maybe they're not ready for it. Maybe they think, I'm only 30, and I got till I'm 70 before I die, and I want to live it up. Or, or you know what? If I go toward the light, it's going to shed a lot of these, um, these corners of my life with light, and I don't want light seen there because they look pretty u- ugly, and it's going to show those pack marks that I don't want anybody to see those, those parts of my life that are, ooh, they're, they're less, mm, less beautiful. Let's just say it that way. For whatever reason, if we look at the light and we do not embrace the light, he says, but know this, whoever puts me off, refusing to take what I'm saying in what I'm saying is willfully, willfully choosing rejection. Wow. Wow. And, and I love this. The Word, the Word made flesh, right? Because that's how John begins, right? In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The Word, the Word made flesh that I have spoken, then that I am. That Word and no other is the last Word. Well, and sisters. If our God invited us home today, How would we, um, how would we, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's not coming to mind. Sorry, poor podcasting. How would we um, speak of ourselves in front of God? How would we open ourselves in front of God? Or would we hide like Adam and Eve, like Peter? How would we hold ourselves? And if, my friends, we would hold ourselves not to perfection. That's not who we're invited to be. It's not who we're made to be. So stop that. Get that stuff out of there. But I guess what I'm inviting us to ask in this reflection time is, are we in ways willfully rejecting the light? You know, the Easter Vigil, I, I said before, is my favorite liturgy all year. It's the most beautiful. And it begins in complete darkness until the light comes in. Light of Christ, thanks be to God. And in the midst of all that darkness, all the darkness in that church, all the darkness of that night, all the darkness of that world cannot and could not and will not put out that light. And if you've ever gone to the Easter Vigil, it's about two things. You know that. Two things and only two things. It's about light and water. Light and water. Because our water is baptism. And we die. We die to our old selves as we rise that new creation in Christ. Just as Jesus died on Good Friday, he rises that new creation on, uh, at the Easter Vigil on Easter Sunday. And what, what that water does is it invites us into that same thing. And and just as that light comes in and cuts the darkness, what does it do after the second light of Christ incantation? The candle comes down and it lights all the candles including the one you and i hold reminding us that we carry that light that we've been baptized into that light and that light lives within us sometimes we do hide it under a bushel basket we know that sometimes we we it it feels like it's smoldering but i love that that i that i think it's john the baptist that says it but he's He's pointing at Isaiah when he says, and he's talking about Jesus, and he's uh, prophesying of who this Savior will be, a smoldering wick he will not quench. That's where God is. Jesus sums everything up. Jesus summed it all up. What? He summed up the book of signs. He summed up who God is in his very being. When you are looking at me, you are looking at God all of these things, that's who God is. God is not up on some mountaintop. God is not some distant regions away. To use a musical that if you have not seen yet, oh, I urge you to do so, which is called Les Miserables, and it's its virtually the last line in the in the musical. To love another person is to see the face of God. Where there is love, there is God. That's John's words, not mine. Where there is love, there is God. We have experienced it and we will. Jesus was the incarnate reality of what that looked like. And he invites us to see that light and to see what love looks like and to see uh, who in fact God is and to put on that very I won't even say that outer garment, because we're, we're, you know, it's that inner garment. When we're baptized, it's, it's within. And, and to live that reality and, and really allow that reality to be lived within us. Can I say it that way? That's much better. We don't live it. We allow that reality to be lived within us. And how do we do that? By turning toward the light. By allowing ourselves to be led by the one who desires to lead. Who will pursue us and seek us out. This is good stuff, brothers and sisters. This is good news. This is good news. And so, my friends, with that, let us turn to prayer. And so we begin in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The third sorrowful mystery as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O oh, my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. My friends, we're halfway through the week. Let's make it a good one. Be well in God's